163 of the All the Books show recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library and specifically on October 1st. That's right. Spooky. It's the start of Halloween. I'm Eric Michaels. I'm Nick Gunning. We talk about book news, author news, literary news, and spooky tastical things. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you done, Eric? I mean, Halloween, yeah. for those of you who don't know, I mean, Halloween is basically Eric's Christmas, which is weird because your Christmas is also kind of your Christmas. That's true. Eric's birthday is also his Christmas. Huh. My birthday is everybody's Christmas. Wow. It's just not a lot of months that yeah. our other people are allowed to. I don't, yeah. You just have a lot of months. December has Hanukkah and Christmas. That's true. And October right. has uh, Columbus Day. Oh, oh. I don't think we want to talk about <laughs> that. Yeah. Thanks for bringing us down right Sorry. Away. Sorry. Well, we are going to we are gonna start getting spooky a today. A lot of tricks that We're going to talk about. It's Horror Week Sorry. over All at right. Goodreads. So if you're, if you're a Goodreads fan, Eric and I... Uh, both of you use it pretty regularly. It's I got Goodreads week. tattooed on my shoulder. You did? Yeah. Are were you allowed to do that? Is it's, it a trademark thing? or That's fine. Yeah. Anyway. I asked. You can check out the Goodreads blog, and we also it. put this on our Twitter. So if you follow us on Twitter, you'll see it there. They've got all sorts of things. And we're going to talk today about their, their selections for the Book to Scream Ooh. adaptations. So that should be a good time. We're going to get into yeah. that a little bit later. Sometime this October, we're going to have the Queen of Halloween. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, that's right. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully we'll get her when she's in town, so yeah. we don't have to do a weird do you Skype think, thing. Do you think the queen? Because you you like to call me the king. Yeah. Of Halloween. Do I? I don't think I do. What do you call me? Uh, just Eric. Of Halloween. Yeah. The Eric of a- Halloween. Halloween guy. Oh, I thought. Yeah. It was, all right. Well, never mind. She gets to be the queen of Halloween, yeah. and I'm just the Halloween guy. Right. right. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Fantastic. That's pretty good. I guess. Yeah. No. Oh, you know what? What? It's time I bring my David S. Pumpkins pop figure to work. Oh, that's true. I need to yeah. display him. Now is the time. Yeah. Now is the season for David S. Pumpkins. Yep. Now is October 2016. <laughs> Sorry. That's so rude. <laughs> All right. No. All right. We did watch that uh, cartoon. We watched it live as it happened, the yeah. David S. Pumpkins Halloween special. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to Ishtar. Shout out to Borch. Those are Nick's human siblings. He just, he just has names. a weird... They've been on the show a few times. Yeah. Everybody knows. It's Everybody strange. Knows. All I'll right. Never understand. Let's dive into the bookmarks. Uh, one, you're not my boss. Uh, well, well, kind of, yes. <laughs> are you my podcast boss? Uh, I like to think when the mics are on, we're just two bros. Yeah. We're just equal. Uh-huh. But mics, mics off. We're also equal. Yeah. And yeah. we give each other peer reviews. Yeah. Well, so, that's not... Right. Oh, that reminds me. I need to give you your peer I review. I wish you'd stop doing that. It's that's highly right. inappropriate. No, it's fine. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Mics are on. Yeah, you're I right. call you big doo doo head. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> My do job want. is safe. Uh, while you're doing that, let me yeah. tell you about some of the things while that I'm I've been reading. You a doo doo yeah. head? You'll tell me about what. All you're right, reading. so let's open the old bookmark segment. Uh, right. I finished some of the things I was reading last last week. So I finished uh, Batgirl, Volume Two, Stephanie Brown. The Stephanie Brown and, Batgirl. Uh, so I've, I've always been a fan of Stephanie Brown. If you don't know, she's a DC Comics character. Started as the character Spoiler. Took over as Robin for a little while. She was Robin for a little bit. Took over as Batgirl for a little while, and yeah. then was erased from existence. Yeah, basically, she, is she not in the? No, she shows up in like Batman Eternal, but she's definitely not like a player like yeah. she was, uh, a major player in the universe. Yeah, yeah. Not a player like she dates a lot. Right, she's not like that. Her and anyway, Tim Drake were a couple. They were. Uh, so they they put all the Stephanie Brown stuff in two big volumes. I read the first one a long time ago, and I've been waiting for a sale. So I could get the volume two on my nook, and that finally happened. So I read it. Volume two uh, loses some of its direction, loses some of its steam a little bit, but uh, gets it back in the end for a really great ending to the whole series and kind of a cap on the Stephanie Brown character. So for that, I sort of popped it up a star. But if you just want to sit down and read some good like Batman family, I would not say Stephanie Brown volume two. 
Is this the one that has like four end pages of very emotional, like, well, I yes. want to read those stories. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so they, I'm not uh, even a bit. I wasn't even a huge fan of Stephanie Brown, but after you know, like Poor it, Stephanie it's Brown. true. It was it was an emotional ending. So <laughs> uh, I enjoy Stephanie Brown as a character. So yes, okay, I'm I'm gonna change what I just said. I think someday you want to sit down and read the complete Stephanie Brown Batgirl volumes one and two. It's about 25 issues. Mm-hmm. I think it's worth it. It's frustrating. It's not great, but it's you know, it, it gets frustratingly included in the like leviathan crossover oh. that grant morrison was doing okay with the batman incorporated stuff yeah yeah there is a there's, there's like a one-shot yeah. batman incorporated in yeah. there but anyway so i finished that uh, i also finished uh, for my little book club of the future outside of the library oh, we did right. uh, luke skywalker in the shadow of Mindor uh by matthew stover matthew yeah. stover's written a lot of uh, star wars books that were pretty popular he did the revenge of the sith novelization which people love mm-hmm. i've never read it the book was fine. It's kind of a throwback to the old like adventure type of uh novels. Wasn't wasn't for me. I okay. didn't really like it. The other fellows in the book club loved it and oh. I was like, Oh yeah, it's okay, it was yeah. fine. Do you blame that on really you like or the bad taste of the others? Hmm. No, I think it's just a preference thing. <laughs> okay. I, well, you mentioned the cover of this one. I don't know if, if our Twitch friends can see it. Yeah. The uh, the cover of this one, he's in his flight suit. Yeah. He's got his lightsaber. Yeah. It's just a silly Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't work for me at all, yeah. but they loved it, so that's good. And it was very popular when it came out, which was about 10 years ago now. And we do have this in our collection, so if you're curious, uh, feel free to check that out. Uh, moving on to what I am currently reading, I'm still slogging through that Grayson Omnibus, a big giant brick of a... Slogging sounds like you're not enjoying it. I'm, you know... You said at slogging. At this point, it's like a three-star top. Ooh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it is a bit of a... I'm like, wow, there's still as much as I've read, again... So I'm not loving it. I'm not hating it, but I'm going to get through it. All right. Uh, I'm also reading Needful Things for our Stephen King book club. So this is cool. We're doing a two-part uh, Stephen King book club, starting with Needful Things. Needful Things. We're going to meet to discuss that at 3.30 on uh, October 16th. But we're not going to do that here at the library. We're going to do that down the street. The address is 95 North Main Street at at Needful Things, the antique store right here in town named for the book. Yeah. Uh, if you walk by, they often will have a copy of Needful Things in the window. So we're going to actually meet and have the book club down there, which I think is super cool. I don't know if anybody else thinks that's cool, but I like it. I'm excited. Scary. I'm excited to yeah. do that. Uh, Needful Things. You'll have to get... Yeah. Through the cocaine-addled uh, St. Bernard dog guarding, right, the, right. guarding the door. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a nice Cujo reference. Which Thank is, you. Yeah. Cujo. Uh, yeah, Cujo we had to get away from because the book club was like, please don't make us read Cujo. Yeah. So okay. I relented, and, and that's why we're doing Needful Things. But okay. Cujo is a very manageable length. Needful Things is about 700 pages. St. Bernard's are like the sweetest dogs in the world. Very nice. it's, it's such a yeah. strange... It's a weird choice. Yeah. Uh, I am enjoying Needful Things. I'm getting to a point where I'm going to need... I'm, again, I'm about halfway through Needful Things. Uh-huh. I'm getting to a point where I need full. a next level. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you keep saying full? Because you keep saying need, needful things. The book's called Needful Things. Right, that's what I said. I know, but you keep saying I get to a point where I need and I say full because oh, you're reading Needful Things. Oh, okay, all right. It yeah. was That was just so not funny. I wasn't clicking. But hmm. I, I, you know what I mean? Where you read a book and like you get the premise and you're cooking with the premise uh-huh. and then like... I know, I get it. I'm ready for like phase two of this plan, mm-hmm. and it's been, it's getting to a point where I'm, I'm a little maybe at the 600 page mark. Yeah, things will turn around. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard mixed reviews about Needful Things. Uh, seems like most people do like it. So who knows? Mm. Who knows? I usually enjoy Stephen King. Uh, this is one where I feel like maybe length is not uh, playing in its favor. Yeah. 
Uh, well, I this used... was split into parts, apparently. Was you look it? it up on... Uh, I looked up the, some cover art for this, and yeah, it's like part one and part oh. two, maybe even a third part. Really? So. Okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I guess he does do that. Like Green Mile came out as a bunch of like six little mini novellas. And as a movie. It did, yeah. But that was just one. One movie. One movie. And a miniseries. Yeah. So we're doing Needful Things. The so there's still thing. time to the join miniseries. us, though. you got to read quick because it's 700 pages long. Yeah. After that, uh, we're going to meet to discuss uh, The Dead Zone. The Dead Zone. Also by Stephen King. And that's going to be right on Halloween. So a lot of Stephen King this month, which I'm enjoying. And where did you land on this, Eric? Are you going to do either, either of these with me? I'm going to read Dead Zone. Dead Zone. Yeah. Okay. All I right. don't know if I can get through 800 pages. Have you seen of... the movie of Needful Things? No, but I've seen the TV show of The Dead Zone. Yeah, I've seen the TV show the of first, The Dead Zone as first well. First season, anyway. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the Christopher Walken movie. I haven't seen that either. I've just so. seen random episodes yeah. of the show. Uh, the the Needful Things movie is not does not have any good reviews. It's like nobody likes it. Oh, which right. I think is pretty think standard it, for Stephen King. I think King there's a Rick and Morty but... episode based on it. That's supposed to be pretty good. Oh, that's that I funny. watched. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then finally, for because I'm doing Needful Things mostly on audiobook, and this is I mean audiobook fans, I I know that you'll be with me on this because it's very annoying. Mm-hmm. The audiobook never says like where you are in the book that's annoying it doesn't say like chapter five yeah. or part one or anything like that so my plan was to listen to the audiobook and then read and listen to the audiobook and it is just impossible mm-hmm. to find my space in both of those things sorry man another positive about the audiobook if i may oh. it is read by mr stephen king himself and he yeah. does he does an excellent job yeah. I wouldn't have expected him to do so well, but right. he does. Do you think does he like compliment the writing a lot? Yeah, he's like, like that was a killer paragraph. This, this just hits you full octane. Oh yeah, that's some good stuff. I don't think there. that's a saying at all, but yeah. you know. Uh, anyway, in in non Stephen King reading, I am reading Fear Itself, which is the third Star Trek Discovery book. Uh, which is pretty good so far. Yeah. I read the two uh, previous to this, and so far I'm enjoying this one the most. We do have this in our collection. Uh, it's not usually checked out, so when I'm done with it, it will be available for anybody who wants to read it mm-hmm. because it's right here. Another one is coming out, I think, in January. That'll be the fourth of the uh, of the series. So far, none of them have. They're all like prior to the TV show. Oh, uh, so it's a prequel of the prequel. Prequel or prequel of a prequel? Yeah, right. Because it's but also the prequel of Enterprise. They've done some cool thing. No, it's after Enterprise. It's post Enterprise. Oh. They've I know. They've done some cool things where they have little like crossing over with other things, kind of setting it in the, mm-hmm. the Star Trek canon, if you will. Yeah. Uh and so it's it's been cool. I like it. Okay. Discovery's coming back. I don't know when, but the new little mini episodes are supposed to start this month. So that's nice. kinda cool. And you someday, if things get real desperate for you, you're gonna watch Star Trek Discovery. Maybe, yeah. Okay. Well, just a word of warning. I think it's. I think it's almost. I think it's almost. No, I think I could say I think it's straight up crap for the first couple episodes. Yeah. No, I watched the first couple episodes. Yeah. So. And they're rough. And then it gets cooking though. Mm. But you got to get it. You got to get through those first because they are yeah. important. They're just not good. Yeah. So. Hey man, I get it. That's it for me. Oh, I tried a few new TV shows. I watched the Murphy Brown reboot. Uh huh. Uh, okay. All right. I liked it. I like Murphy Brown, so it was fun, but it was, eh, you know. All right. And then I watched a new show called Manifest about a plane that takes off mm-hmm. and then lands. And for them, like, no time has passed. And when the plane lands, it's five years later. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of interesting. Okay. It was, as my wife described it as better than it really should have been. And she was uh-huh. right. The The pilot did kind of grab us. So the pilot? Probably. Ah-ha-ha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'll probably watch a few of those. Yeah. Okay. In the pilot of Quantum Leap, yeah. Sam leaps into a pilot. So, I mean. What? That's it. Oh, yeah. In the first one. Yeah, I rem- You're right. Yes. Pilot in the Isn't pilot. Isn't he flying in it? Yeah. Right. And he's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. 
Wow, I haven't talked about Quantum Leap in a while. Yeah. I need to read a Quantum Leap book. It's been a while. There's only two left that oh. I haven't read. Sorry. But enough about me and Quantum Leap. Yeah. Your turn, big guy. I want to hear all about the Excuse ultimates. Me. <laughs> Ultimate. Everyone. Uh, let's see. What am I reading right now? Well, where did Ultimate I finish? Ultimate Rick Jones, I think is what you said you left uh, off on. That joke is really landing with a very select few, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it is landing with <laughs> yeah, that Yeah, some of them are going to be like, oh, that sounds cool. That. Actually, Rick Jones was introduced into the Ultimate Universe. That's good. All right. Uh, I finished The Collapsing Empire by John Scalzi. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. What? Oh, nothing. I just was, I'm interested to hear your take on it. <laughs> uh, it was fine. Mm-hmm. I liked it more than Red Shirts, but probably not as much as Old Man's War. Yeah, I still, I have, I need to read Old Man's War. Um, this, it was just so, I like the concept of what's happening. All these cities, uh, not all these cities, all these planets mm-hmm. are connected in an empire. That but sounds fun. not by proximity, because they're all very far away from each other. They're yeah. connected by the flow, which is this ability, this, this dimension that we're able to like travel through. Okay. Uh, fat, you know, because we can't do faster than light. So we go through these, we get to a certain speed so we can, it connects us anyways. Okay. But the flow is starting to disappear. So all of these planets are going to be left on their own and they can't sustain themselves. So it's, that sound to me, I'm like, oh, this sounds cool. But it's really, it's, the characters are very much, every character is the smartest person in, is not not smartest i'm sorry wittiest person oh. in the room it's like joss whedon is writing <laughs> everybody you had me at joss whedon and it's just very it gets very frustrating because it seems like everybody's setting everybody up for a killer end line mm. and then somebody else has another killer end line after that and before you know it's like oh boy we sure have taken the english language for a ride haven't okay. we and so that gets annoying there's not a lot of characters I liked in this either. And here's the other thing. There's nothing inherently sci-fi about this book. Oh. It's in space. Okay. But this whole like flow, you could say this is a fantasy kingdom. Everybody's on different worlds and the flow is just a magic oh, thing okay. you go through. And yeah. it would be the same thing because we're Sounds dealing like with... Sounds like it would be better suited. Yeah. Actually, I think I might... I prefer sci-fi over fantasy, but I think I might have liked this more if it was fantasy because we're also dealing with like dynasties okay. of... Uh, of rulership that well, yeah, lasted I mean, thousands of years. Like what you're describing sounds like fantasy to me. Yeah. So I think I just wanted some like cool sci-fi and I got like fantasy and sci-fi rapping with annoying characters. Okay. Um, yeah. Dealing with gills and all this stuff. So I don't know. The second book comes out like this month. Oh, I might read it to see if I'm interested, but I'm also not a series guy. I see. So I don't know. Anyway, I hmm. gave it three stars. Okay. Uh, how did you know? Oh, I read Venom. Along came a spider. Venom opens this week. Yeah. This week in theaters yeah. as we record. What, Nick, October 5th, right? Yeah. Nick's being paid by Big Sony. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. For yeah I'm that. in Sony's pocket. Yeah. yeah. Strangely for Venom, it's strange. Yeah. Like, that was it. Yeah. They, they asked, you. and I said, well, I don't like Venom. I don't want to talk about Venom. And yeah. they were like, and then they just backed up the truck, and I said, yeah, yeah I'm all in for yeah. Venom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so this, this graphic has Along Came a Spider, <laughs> The Hunted, and hunger or the hunger in which venom finally eats a brain it's pretty gross he's like i can't believe i did it it turns out he can actually get the chemical he needs from brains from chocolate so he eats chocolate instead now Hmm. so as as you can guess it's pretty dumb the art is pretty bad 
but for some reason, the last comic, the oh, this is during the Clone You're Saga. Really selling it, this so. is during the Clone Saga. So yeah. along came a spider. Has Ben Riley fighting Venom, and the whole time he keeps calling Peter Parker his clone. Hmm. He's like, oh, my clone fought Venom back. It's like, shut up, Ben. You're gonna yeah. turn into dust soon. Yeah. He does. He turns into dust soon, I but then he does. comes back. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Venom comics from the '90s. They're all pretty dumb. I don't understand how they lasted so long. This has been Eric Nichols with his hot take. Yeah. I've read a lot of them now. Uh, There's only one graphic novel's worth, and they haven't put it on the Marvel Unlimited app. So much that I'm concerned about you. Yeah. Um, You want me to get you the single issues? I'd be happy to do that for you. Thanks, man. It's been weird because I've either been reading the Venom comics from the 90s or the Ultimate comics from the middle 2000s now at this point. Um, So I I got through the... Ultimate Comics, the new Ultimates, which is uh, the ultimate, ultimate Ultimates. Yeah, we we meet some bad. Th- that wasn't good. It wasn't fun. But the Ultimate right, Comics X Men. Yeah. This is after. Oh my god, I can't believe how many times I have to say Ultimates. Uh, this is after Ultimatum, where Magneto destroyed New York and all this stuff, and yep. mutants are on the run and everything. Okay. And but. it's actually. This is pretty good because they get rid of the mansion. They're not like a superhero team anymore. It's more uh, just bros. It's. No, I mean, they're not just broke. They're like living underground and stuff. Mm. But it, it's actually... Like Batman's Outsiders? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Way to call back an in-joke from our lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, there's something about it. It it doesn't necessarily have like the direction of a superhero comic, but it's still kind of like fast-paced. You don't really know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've been liking it. so And I like the ultimate version of these characters anyway. And also, I've read a few more issues of Ultimate Comics Spider-Man, which is the Miles Morales stuff. Okay. So now I'm going to read Ultimate Comics Divided We Fall, United We Stand, which is all of them and stuff. There's a lot. Look, Boy. I don't know what I'm reading anymore. I've been reading nothing but Ultimate Comics and Venom. But because it's October, I'm going to read all those 1970s Marvel monster oh, books. Okay. What did you think? I, I thought read? you were going to talk about the list that you posted online. Oh, yeah, I can get to that. Okay. But I'm going to read like more. I'm going to... I've been saving the Werewolf by Night, the Frankenstein, mm. the Tomb of Dracula, and Man Thing okay. for this month. So, and they're on your calendar. They are, yeah. So, you're all right. All those guys. You're right. Um, I got a copy of Walking Dead Volume Thirty in today mm. from uh, Interlibrary Loan. Okay. So I'm gonna read that. Cool. And I'm going. I, man, I've got a stack. I don't usually let this happen to me, but I, uh-huh. I do. I have like four books that I was like, I have to get through these. Right. I hate that. Sorry, man. That's all right. I'm also going to start The Dead Zone. No. Reading The Dead Zone? Yeah. 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 I've got it on Overdrive. I just got to power through Needful Things. Mm, I got to start sure. that one right yeah. away. Be a lot of Stephen King. Yeah. I'm going to be Stephen Prince over here. Nice. Was it? Because yeah. I didn't feel good about it yeah. at all. But Whoa, thank you. Look at this place. It's like a party. <laughs> Everybody's having a good time. Yeah. Any excuse. That's that's my impression of uh, Christopher Walken in The Dead Zone. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny because it's the dead zone, but he thinks it's a party. Yeah. Okay, you let that just die. Oh, I'm that sorry. Was, that was grade A material. It's a Christopher Walken impression. I okay, it's Christopher, but it's Christopher Walken impression with a character study. It's not just an impression. He's calling the dead zone oh. a party zone. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, you're right. A party. Yeah, okay. Okay, you, you just came at me with a uh, look who's talking guy. I keep forgetting his name. Bruce Willis? No, look who's talking. John Travolta. John Travolta impression. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, you're like potty. <laughs> that was John Travolta. I don't know. That was that was my what kind of movies. Are you watching? <laughs> I, I, I want to go to Sandy. the de- dead right. zone. All right. Uh, so <laughs> I would right. watch a reboot of John Travolta in the Dead Zone. I want to make that clear. I'm uh, making fun of this situation, but today's I would watch John Travolta. It. Today's John Travolta. Okay. Yeah. So he could have so much. He could like, a different hairpiece every episode. It'd be great. Oh, love it. <laughs> Adele Dazim. All right, let's move to. Uh, I was looking for the picture I took. Uh, the picture I put up. Oh, okay. of all those books. All right. Well, got, I, oh, the Dead Zone, oh. the Wolfen, Stocking Jack, the Ripper, and Dean Koontz, Frankenstein, City of Stars Night, and City of Night, oh. City of Night. So those are the Halloween books those you're going to try to get through because yes. the Wolfen's been on the list ever since we yeah. did the Wolfen. Well, somebody on our YouTube video when we talked about the Wolfen, they yeah. were like, "It's too bad the Wolfen's actually a pretty good book, and it's a movie." Really? Yeah. Uh, I just want to point out that the Wolfen uh-huh. uh, is episode eight. Everyone. Wow. Episode. That was a while. Eight. No, it's not episode eight. Yes, it is. No, episode. you're crazy. It is. You're thinking of something else. No. You're looking at something episode else. Episode eight, The Wolfen. Folks, if you want to dive wow. into our back catalog, it is soundcloud.com slash all the books. And we try to feature some relevant ones that go with the current episode yeah. along the top. So I, I will put The Wolfen up there towards the top if you want to hear about you it. You know what? You know it's, what this reminds me that of? That was back when we were doing a Lonely Hearts Book Club every other episode. Yeah, we did That's a, we why did quite a few. it's so early. But yeah. that reminds me, it has been a while. What? Since we've done a Lonely Hearts book club, yeah, it is. We need to dig yes. one out of the stacks. What was the last themed. one? I think when when Amy Coon was here and we looked at all the different covers. That was the last one. I think so. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. All right. Uh, so those are what I'm reading. I haven't reading. I'm sorry, everybody, listeners, Nick. I mean, it is just a lot of Ultimate Comics, and yeah. I I know all you're hearing me say is the word Ultimate, ultimate. over and over yeah. again, like it means anything. Yep. So also we watched. Uh, this was my second time watching it, but it was Nick's first time watching it. Fright mm-hmm. Night. Yeah, yeah, we did. Starring Colin Farrell. Yeah, and Anthony Elgin. Yeah, it's pretty good. Anton Yelchin. That's what I said. You said Anthony. No, I didn't. Mm. Anyway, play the tape back. I didn't, but okay. Um, it, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. This was Eric's. So every year we do. We all like our group of friends picks a different Halloween movie, and we all have to watch it. Mm-hmm. And Eric's pick this year was Fright, Fright Night. Night. And yeah, I thought it was marked improvement on uh, Eight Legged Freaks. Which is the only of so your dumb. picks that I didn't like. Eight Legged Freaks is so fun. Well, I like this one better. It's so fun. All right. <laughs> what is big, that? It's a Spider-Man. A big David Arquette fan. Ultimate Spider-Man? No, they don't. Oh. oh, okay. All right. Well, let's move into some book news. I got some, Everyone? I got some advance notices for everyone. <laughs> oh, first of all, The Hate You Give, which is uh, the book that's won every single uh-huh. award. It won a Latin Grammy, I think, right. if I'm remembering right. The movie version is coming out October nineteenth. Oh, for some reason I thought that movie was out now. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Well, oh, well, it is. It's in like select theaters. Uh, the wide release is October nineteenth, right. so that is coming up soon. Here are some advance notices for you. Uh, from Adriana. People, Go ahead. A lot of reviews I've been reading have been saying that the hate you give the movie is like the Y you know, a YA fantasy movie with all the metaphors stripped away. Oh, so that's. Interesting. That will give you an idea of the tone. Oh, so Laz- Hunger Games without the met- metaphor. Is Lazmat in there? No, I don't okay. I don't think it would no be Laz-Mat. appropriate to bring in Lazmat no into Laz-Mat. that story. Okay. Tony's Wife by Adriana Trigiani. <laughs> you would just come in and be like, I have, oh, yeah. you're dealing <laughs> this, with... This is a real uh, tense situation. <laughs> I'm going to step out from... Lazmat away. <laughs> uh, that's Lazmat, the hate you give, everyone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tony's Wife by Adriana Trigiani. So this is, I cannot for the life of me remember her book. This is a Who's the Boss sequel. I know. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's on my (laughs) shelf over there. I can't remember. Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, this is about uh, Tony Maselli's first <laughs> dead wife, uh-huh. mother of Alyssa Milano's uh, Sam Maselli from the 80s show, Who's the Boss? Wait, 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 wait. Because I was only a very little kid watching okay. Who's the Boss. Yeah. How? What are the relationships? Who, Tony has a daughter? Yes, Tony has a daughter. I thought he was like the... I thought he was just like the maid. He is the maid, but he, he and his daughter, Samantha... Samantha... Moved from Brooklyn in with Angela uh, and her son, Jonathan. Okay. I thought both kids were Angela's. No, no. No. So? No. I, I was a kid. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I know. I know. Did and they date? Those two the kids? Two? No. They okay. had a very sibling kind of relationship. Well, then, of course I didn't know yeah. they were... I mean, I probably didn't know... I think I thought well, Tony was like a young, an older brother who just didn't move out of the house. It's not your fault because there's only one season of Who's the Boss on DVD. Oh, okay. And yeah. Who's the Boss was on for like nine years, yeah. and it resolved. It didn't resolve the cliffhanger. They were just like, "Now nah, we're done with Who's the Boss." They had a cliffhanger. Did, did Tony and Angela get married? I don't know. You don't know. Tony Danza sure doesn't know. Yeah. Tony Danza is doing like a cop show with Josh Groban. Yeah, the what is that? Bad, bad, good cop, bad cop. I don't thing? understand that at all. He's a bad cop, but his son's trying to be a good cop. Okay, they're but like Josh Groban is like an actor. I don't know. I don't know anything about Josh I Groban. Know. I don't know. Anyway, Tony's wife by Adriana Trigiani <laughs> coming out. Uh, we got a while, a while to wait on this one, yeah. folks. November, November twentieth. So that's this. where Alyssa Milano became famous. Yes, it is. Okay, yeah, and from that to Charmed, and Still. Little Mermaid. They based what? They based Ariel. Off of Alyssa Milano. Really? Yeah, I think mainly her eyes and stuff. Interesting. So Okay. Set in the lush big band era of the 1940s and World War II, this spellbinding saga from beloved New York Times bestselling author Adriana Trigiani tells the story of two talented working class kids who marry and become a successful singing act until time, temptation, mm. and the responsibilities of home and family derail their dreams. Similar thing happened with Sonny and Cher, only it was much later. They yeah. weren't that successful. Right. And were very uh, a spread apart in their age difference. Okay. But other than that, classic uh, Sunny and Cher story. Sure. So, again, this is Tony's Wife by Adriana Trigiani right. coming out in November. Tales old as time. Yep. Next, we have A Christmas Revelation. I've been holding this one for a while because it's too early to be talking about Christmas wow. books. Wow. Talk about a real Christmas revelation. I know. I know. This is coming out very early November, which is only like a month away now. Shut uh, up. This is from Anne Perry. This is number 16 in her Christmas stories. These are usually vaguely connected to her popular uh, Monk series. No, not that one. In this intriguing, <laughs> uplifting holiday mystery from best-selling author Anne Perry, an orphan boy investigates a woman's kidnapping and discovers that there's more at stake than a disappearance. Mm-hmm. Presents. Yeah. Do you think it's the press? Yeah. Do you think Santa wears red so that his enemies can't see him bleed? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sorry. I do now. I've always wondered, but yeah. that's the answer. Sorry. That's the answer. I don't know why I was just, I was just thinking about well, cuz you said monks, so I thought mystery, Christmas mystery. Yeah. Santa Claus is the murderer. He's wearing wearing red. So wearing red. Tell. Yeah. I, he didn't seem to have any blood on him. Yeah. Santa's like <laughs> 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 All right, new in large print. This is book number six in the Tracy Crosswhite series, uh-huh. A Steep Price by Robert Dugoni. New York Times bestselling author Robert Dugoni's thrilling series continues as Seattle homicide detective Tracy Crosswhite Should is plunged I know this series? into a case of family secrets and murder. Nice. Thank you. Should should we know who this is? It's not familiar I've to me. I've never heard of this author this before. Is, this is book six, but it is not. They're always like, with his patent and his famous. And I'm like, who is this? Right. So, in a hey. world of Ann Perry's and Debbie McCumber's, it's hard to just say you're a somebody. Some, somebody, somebody, Save me. somebody connected this to the Jim Carrey movie, the number 23. Uh huh. What, 
What is that movie? Isn't it where he thinks he's been seeing the same number is like his whole life and it means something? Scary? or I don't know. I've never seen movie? it. Oh, okay. I don't know. Have I ever seen Jim Carrey's horror film? I don't know. No, I have not. Anyway, a steep price... Uh, Robert Dugoni coming yeah. out in large print uh, this later this month. And check out Jim Carrey's horror film, The Majestic. The, no, I love The Majestic. <laughs> That's one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah. Have we done an episode on all-time favorite movies? Uh, we got to remedy that. We have once or twice. to remedy that. Okay, what are All you right. writing? Take it Your away, favorite. my friend. I'm looking up the number 23. Oh. 2007 American psychological horror thriller. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. Sandra Bullock had a movie around the same time. Oh, Premonition? No. Oh, I had a Premonition. Maybe that, that was. movie was going to suck, and it did. You're a Premonitioner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I knew you were going to say that. So. Did you? <gasps> no. Um, all right, so we're looking at the New York Times bestsellers list. Is that what's going on? That's exactly. You yeah. know what? What? It's exactly what happened. Okay. Hit it. Okay. New York Times bestsellers list. Number 10 on this list of New York Times bestsellers list. Oh, I don't have the page open. Oh, boy. No, we got it. It's fine. Everything's okay. Everything's fine. Anything I want to... Sally Field has a new book out in hmm. nonfiction. Yes. In Pieces by Sally I know. Field. No, I have that on hold on Overdrive because Sally Field reads it. Sally Field is going to read me a book talking about the Flying Nun and Smoking the Bandit. Lincoln. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 1 yeah. and 2. Yeah. Yeah. So she's not a big fan of them. Is she? Is that true? She says there's not, nothing to do with that role, the Aunt, Aunt May, May role. No, there's not. So. Uh, Sorry, Marissa Tomei, but there's not a well, lot Marissa to do. Marissa Tomei. Timo. Timo. <laughs> May is very charming Timo. in that role, but it's a weird it's a weird take on Aunt May. It's true. It's as weird as those red pants she it's wears. A, it's a weird, sexy take on Aunt May. Huh. I mean, come on. Oh yeah. Okay. They cast Aunt, they cast Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. Sure. Like, oh, a very homely Up woman. You. Up to you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know you were a big Rosemary Harris fan back in the day. So, look, Rosemary Thanks. Harris is a great Aunt May. <laughs> yeah. So she is. I don't. I don't she need this from you. us from evil. Sorry. Finish it. You don't think I know what I'm qu- you're quoting? No, <laughs> I do. Scene. I knew you'd know. And then Peter picks up the phone, yeah. and on the other line, you hear Goblin. He's like, "Can Spider-Man come out and play?" <laughs> yeah, <that's true>. Do you <laughs> think William yeah. Defoe still smokes twelve packs a day <laughs> for that to. role yeah, in case to. they call him back? Yeah. yeah. Uh, all yeah. right, number ten. <laughs> yeah, he's doing some ADR on that, and he's got to get it back. I love those movies. I know you do. Yeah. All right. You're All right. Up. Number 10. Yeah. Texas Ranger by James Patterson and Andrew <laughs> Borrelay. So Uh-oh. these, uh, down. yeah, number 10. Actually, it even went, uh, went past, um, president is missing. The president is missing. Yeah. Uh, do you think he still is missing? Is that the problem? It could be. Uh, yep. so the president is missing is at number nine yeah. now. So yep. look out James Patterson, both your books at number two. Yeah. I mean, at the bottom two. Bottom two. Bottom two. Bottom two. Which is like being. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I was going to say. I do, but I Remember. don't. Number eight. Okay. Uh, In His Father's Footsteps by Danielle Steele. Man, I keep clicking on stuff, and it's going to... New York Times is just going to get on my case. Yeah, soon. you're making a real... The son of two that. Holocaust survivors struggled to become his own personal... Oh, his own person after his marriage falls apart. Okay. Okay. Number seven on the list... Where the crawdads sing. <laughs> Every week, Nick laughs a lot about this. Uh, it's about a lady who lived in the marsh. Dahlia Owens <laughs> is the author. In a quiet town of North yeah. Carolina, yeah. coast, in 1969, yep. a woman who survived alone living in, the in the marsh, marsh, living in the marsh becomes a murder suspect. Yep. So, yep. Listen, lady, this is the only murder we have in a marsh. Yeah. 
You're the only person living in the marsh. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, I can't argue. <laughs> I did survive in a marsh. <laughs> uh, number whatever one we're on. Number six, <laughs> Leverage and Death by J.D. Robb. Oh. Lieutenant Eve Dallas investigates yeah. a murder. Oh, no. I, I see. I screwed that hole up. Lieutenant Eve Dallas investigates a mysterious act of terror. Oh. <laughs> which probably involves murder. Probably murder. So, yeah. probably. Yeah. Hopefully. Leverage and death. Yeah. Uh, number five, Clive Cussler, Shadow Tyrants. Shadow Tyrants. Uh, Clive Cussler and Boyd Morrison. Yeah. I wonder if, I mean, I know this is a morbid topic, but I wonder if Clive Cussler is going to be a name that's put on books after he's gone. Oh, yes, absolutely. Akin to Tom Clancy yes. and Robert V. Parker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Juan Cabrillo and his crew fight two destructive adversaries. Look, this doesn't tell me anything about how adventurous this is. No. Uh, this is a uh, Oregon Files. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Number four. Uh, Khaled Hosani's Sea Prayer. Oh, author of The Kite Runner. Mm-hmm. A Father Reflects... Oh, this is new this week. So, we have a couple new books on the top oh, four. Great. Okay. Uh, all right. Father Reflects on the life he and his son... Left behind in Syria, in the dangers of the journey before them. Nick, any anything? I would any like to read it. I comments don't know. on I, the world? Yeah, I don't know. The world as it is? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, number three, Time's Convert by Deborah Harkness. During his lover's journey to immortality, a vampire's past returns to haunt them both. Ooh. Wow, that was surprising. Yeah. Exciting. I didn't think you were going to go there at all. Yeah, vampires. You love vampires at Halloween. Yeah. You want to commit on Mike to reading this book this year? Uh, let's see. The author of the All Souls Trilogy. I'm not familiar with that. Me neither. Uh, I'm surprised to see this book here, but yeah. way to go. Well, it's a good time for it. People do like their sexy vampires. They do. Oh, man. I know I've already talked about the Ultimates, but in one of the Ultimate comics, Blade takes the Twilight Saga to task. No. Oh. It's pretty good because Blade's a vampire. So do you think that Blade is the sexy vampire or that Twilight is the sexy vampire? Because one of those jogged your memory, and I want to know uh, which I guess it, it was the Twilight one. Okay. So, did you notice in Fright Night, Colin Farrell like has an apple roll off the table and then he catches it all yeah. cool? I think that's supposed to be a dig at Twilight. That's funny. I think. That's funny. Uh oh, you know what? It probably came out before the Twilight movies. So, Fright Night. That's the original cover of the book. All right. Let's not get into it. Juror number three by James Patterson and Nancy Allen. Oh, and you thought he was down. Yeah, he's still here. He's at number two. Uh Ruby Bozarth? Is that a funny name? That sounds funny. All right. (laughs) Defends a college football star charged in a felony case complicated by a second murder. Jeez. So, yeah. That murder? Should have stopped at one. Yeah. Or none. Yeah. Quit while you're ahead. Yeah. Or you have a head in a bowling bag. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Number one, lethal. I'm ready. Number one. Let me have it. Lethal. What is it? Lethal white. Lethal White. Oh, Robert Galbraith. Robert Galbraith. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Ain't no good. J.K.? Like, j- just kidding? Yeah. Is it? Ain't no good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fourth book in the, cor- uh, what is it, Cormoran? Cormoran Strike. Cormoran Strike series. Detective yeah. Strike and Ellicott investigate a crime a young man may have witnessed as a child by J.K. Rowling writing uh pseudonymous pseudonymously pseudonymous <laughs> i'm no we're not going anywhere boy those I of you just pseud- listening in the audio version there's smoke coming out of eric's ears right now pseudonymously Su- hell suit look i can see the pseudonym yeah pseudonym yeah pseudonym 
Okay. All right. We're going to call that. Just we're say call it. That. Say it out loud. We're going to call I that. I need to hear it. The pseudonymously. Pseudonymously. My word. The series. So there's a there's a there's an adaptation of this, uh, which is now on DVD. So we should get this DVD for the collection. What's the movie? I think it's just it's called. Show? It's called Strike or something like that. Pseudonym. And it it adapts like many of these books. Osley. Pseudonym. Pseudonym Osley. Okay. Pseudonym. Yeah. <laughs> Are you not gonna say it? Oh, I, I don't. I haven't seen it. I don't know. You don't know what pseudonym? I guess I've never heard. O u s l y. Yeah. I mean, I've heard. I've. I know what pseudonym is. Okay, obviously. right, but I think they've never this seen word it as that. I think J.K. Rowling has like Rowling. J.K. Rowling has heard all the things I've said, and yeah. she's like, "Oh yeah, you sob." Yeah, try saying this word. Yeah, uh, well, good for her. Dava, anyway, screw the, up your vocabulary. We, <laughs> we just did the first of this series. Um, oh, a cuckoo's calling. Cuckoo's calling for book club, and it was lukewarm reviews, which is sort of how I felt about it. Uh, and there are three other books, The Silkworm, Career of Evil, and then this one. What is it called? Yeah. Uh, Lethal White. Lethal White yeah. is out now. And the series is also out on DVD, which we should get for the collection. Stop saying that. I heard you. So I'll do it. I don't, I'm not too excited about this. I, I doubt that I will ever pick up another one of these books again. I had already read uh, Cuckoo's Calling when we decided to put it on the book club. So uh-huh. I was going to read the second book when the time came. And I picked it up and was just like, yikes. I don't think so. I put it back down. With apologies to J.K. Rowling and her legions of fans, but it's not for me. Yeah, what's the point of writing of saying like this is J.K. Rowling writing as? Well, because right after Harry Potter, she put one out called uh, Casual Vacancy, right? Which is real bad, but it's right. you know it just the way it looked. I mean, it looked like like people were putting it in the juvenile collection and stuff because it was J.K. Rowling, and it's not a children's book. It's right. a very like adult topic about politics and mm-hmm. you know it's like sexual and anyway but it was very confusing because it was like jk rowling and everybody thought that it was like a kid's right. book so i think the purpose of that was um to stop that was happening. to avoid that and actually they didn't announce you didn't know like it was a surprise when everybody was like when they announced oh by the way cuckoo's calling mm-hmm. which is available now was written by jk rowling and then everybody was like ah you know right but it actually came out without the, the mm. foreknowledge that it was J.K. Rowling. Right. So I think it's really just to distinguish her from yeah. like writing as children's fiction. Same reason why Nora Roberts and J.D. Robb have that divide. Right. You know, They just can't get along. Can't get along. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. Okay. All right. You ready to get spooky? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm ready to get spooky well, for listen, 10 to 15 minutes. Folks, if you are our, uh, follow us on Twitter at All The Book Show, uh, we have retweeted Eric's masterfully... Uh, Compiled mm-hmm. Halloween playlist, yeah. which is available on a YouTube playlist, right? <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. So go to our go to our Twitter page, check it out, and delight in the uh, yeah. Halloween. A lot of esoteric stuff in there. Setting, yeah, but some other stuff. All right. So as we mentioned, we're going to talk about Goodreads' most popular page two scream adaptations. All right. I think you so meant page to screen. It's scream, Eric, because of Halloween. Ah, yeah. uh, so this is this is the this is on the Goodreads blog, so you can find it on Goodreads.com slash Goodreads. blog, or just Google it, yeah. or whatever your search engine of choice is. Here they are. Bing. So that's stupid. Everybody, <laughs> everybody, who, if you don't use Google, you're using Ask Jeeves. Everybody knows that. Uh, Peter Parker uses Bing in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, so no wonder they didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Possessed Properties is their first one. So we've got so this three. Is the, yeah. We've got three here. So Amityville Horror, 
Have you read or seen either of these? No, I will never ever no, watch Amityville Horror. Me neither. Listen, I love Halloween, but I prefer spooky and eerie over uh, like axes. Yeah, or yeah. there's a hand coming out of that person's mouth. Yeah, that's revealing a baby with an axe. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> no, that was too much. So. Next, <laughs> The Shining. Uh huh. Shining. Uh, I think everybody knows my feelings on The Shining, but it's a great book. You love it. The movie so is much. Not connected, really. Yeah. It's like name only. And I have never seen the miniseries, which is supposedly exactly like the book. Oh. Uh, but it stars Stephen Weber, which in some ways makes sense because of the way the character is supposed to be. But it's just jarring to see the guy from Wings, you know, uh-huh. as Jack Torrance. But uh, your feelings on The Shining? Uh, oh, I didn't like the book so much. No. And the book was the first king. No, that's not true. Dark Tower was the first king I read. Oh, so this no. was the second king I read. I like Dr. Sleep. But yeah, Doctor Sleep is good. It's kind of like Doctor Sleep's kind of like the X Men. It is. So it is. there you go. Doctor Sleep, if you don't know, is the sequel to The Shining that came out what, five years ago or so. Yeah. Currently being made into a movie with uh, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. So he'll be playing Doctor Sleep. Haunting of Hill House by Shirley uh, Jackson is I the last one. I think I have seen. Came so close to saying Shirley Jones, you don't even know. But I avoided it. Huh. I've seen this. I've seen is this. Uh, I've seen the one with uh, Vincent Price. That's Haunting of Hill House. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I think I have Black and White. The door breathes. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Okay. All right. I uh, haven't read the book, but I've heard lots of The movie was fine. Okay. I think it's I mean it's a classic, but it didn't it doesn't scare me. Okay, and then another subgenre of movies and books that I avoid, uh The Devil Made Me Do It is yeah. their second one. So these are devilly ones. Devilly that's, ones, yeah. That's devilish. I don't want I don't want You that don't want the all. devil in your no, Halloween? I don't. I don't want that. Uh, but I will tell you the okay. titles. They are The Exorcist I by William Peter Blatty. I ain't never seen The Exorcist. Have I mean, you? No. I just told you. I don't want any okay. part of it. What about the show? Is it a show? It was a show with, uh, wasn't it John Cho? And, uh, oh, wow. Oh, what's her name? I don't know. Zoe Saldana? Or maybe it was just her. Huh. I don't know. She was definitely in it. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. But Rose, I like Rosemary's the Baby haven't by seen either. Ira Levin. Uh, I have read some of his plays. I read um, one called, I think... Veronica's Room. It's called Cuckoo's not Calling. the Kirstie Alley one. Oh, <laughs> uh, and that was the play was pretty good. I haven't okay. read Rosemary's Baby, and there is a sequel to that, and we definitely have those in the collection. I know I've seen right. those. Joe Hill and Horns. I have not read any Joe Hill books or seen any of the movies. I have read really? the comic he writes. Well, I've read the first oh. volume. Okay, Move what is second? Lock and Key. Oh, okay. So good. It was fine. I keep meaning to read more of it. Okay. Um. Very creepy, a little bit, might be too disturbing for you. Okay. I had to, well, I had to guess. That's a pretty low bar, so you're probably okay. right. And Horns is the movie with uh, Harry, Radcliffe. Harry yeah. Potter, yeah. Yeah. So, he likes to be called Daniel Radcliffe, but. Well, then he shouldn't have been Harry Potter in eight films. You're right. Uh, creature Features. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't count. I mean, Jaws is a scary movie, yeah, but I'm not going to pick Jaws on Halloween. Yeah, I, I wouldn't count that as a Halloween movie. I also don't like. I don't like aliens during Halloween. People like, oh, let's watch Agreed. alien. Let's watch alien. I'm like that's yep. something else. Yeah, that's not it. But uh-huh. so the ones the ones listed here uh, according to Goodreads are Stephen King's Cujo, uh-huh. which I've never seen that movie, and again, never will. You're don't, never watching the movie. Don't plan to read the book. Okay. Oh, you're not going to read the book, period. No, they scared you away so. from it. Yeah, altogether. I didn't realize how like graphic and gory it yeah. was. I'm not about that. Pet Cemetery was pretty rough for you. Yes. Sorry. Yes, yeah. it was, but I made it through. Uh, Jaws by Peter Benchley, which, as yeah. we said, does not count as Halloween, but no. worth but, mentioning. And I've heard very good things about the book. My brother yeah. loves the book. Benchley regrets writing the book. 
Oh, because of how everybody's like, sharks are evil. Yeah, because he, yeah, he definitely said he would have done things differently if he knew how many sharks were going to die after Jaws. Wow. So, uh, And The Birds and Other Stories by Daphne du Maurier. Now, mm-hmm. I've never read any of Daphne du Maurier's stuff, but I, lo- I mean, I love The Birds. I think it's one of the, probably my favorite Hitchcock film. Oh, wow. Uh, no? You're not a fan of The Birds? Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Well, what would you say is your favorite? Hitchcock film? Yeah. Rear Window? Okay. I think. The the Christopher Reeve one from the 90s. No. Oh. The Jimmy Stewart one. Okay. Well, it has its fans. 80s? No. 70s. S- early. 60s. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, Hitchcock is... I guess I kind of like Strangers on a Train. Yeah. But Hitchcock... I, I don't know. We don't need to critique Hitchcock. I mean, he obviously like was brilliant yeah. and we're doing stuff then, but sometimes when you watch it now, it's like, oh, he would have been better... If all the silliness. I had... think I think the birds totally works though. Yeah. I don't. I, I mm. really like the unusual relationships in there. Mm. Um, like the way the characters sort of just like find each other and we're like, well, I guess we're a team now. Yeah. It's a very unusual dynamic for a movie, especially a movie of that time. So I really like that. And I don't know. I just think the suspense works and there's very mm-hmm. subtle creepiness to it. And then of course, not so subtle creepiness. But I think the birds uh, fires on all cylinders. Hashtag Stephen King. All right. What about uh, the burbs? With Tom the Hanks. Burbs with Tom Hanks. My grandma and I went to see that when it came out, and it terrified me. So we left the theater because <laughs> we didn't realize what it was. We're like, "Oh, Tom Hanks. That's probably fine." Okay. Speaking of, have you seen Tom Hanks in full Mister Rogers garb? No, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's just like yes, of course, of yeah. course. I think you need to do something very heroic as this library director if oh. you're going to want Tom Hanks to play you soon. Yeah, you're right. So I'm going to land this library upside down. Nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Classic monster mash. Dracula. What was it? Classic monster mash. So it was a mash. Yeah. What kind of mash? It was a monster mash. All right. So it was a mash. Yeah. Monster mash. Uh, Was it at the graveyard by any chance? (laughs) Yeah, it was a graveyard (laughs) smash. It really was. (laughs) Uh, Dracula by Bram Stoker. Now, you have read this, haven't you? I've read Dracula. Good, bad, ugly? Uh, Ugly. That's rough. Sorry. No, yeah. Dracula's pretty good. Not boring? Uh, No. I think it deals... I think, though, the idea is that... Bram Stoker's afraid of foreigners. I see. So I I don't know if that's huh. if that's still. I have such a cool edition of Dracula, and every yeah. Halloween I'm like, no, I'm Dracula's read pretty good. Dracula holds up. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's the Dracula story. If you've seen any Dracula movie, it's yeah. that. It can be pretty dry. Okay. But it's yeah, it's pretty good. Frankenstein. Yeah. By Mary Shelley, which I have not read. That's pretty good. I read the stage adaptation. Mm-hmm. There's which a point is weird, but I have. There's a point where it's like, oh, something happened, and okay. then like we get more stories like oh this is pretty good the play is very you just get a lot of the creature like yeah. monologuing being like look i didn't want this jack yeah no is that's that... in the book okay yeah All right. ha- basically you follow dr frankenstein for half the book okay and then the monster shows up again it's like here's been my life tool oh okay so all right yeah oh yeah it sounds like it was a close adaptation yeah. then finally one of my all-time favorites invasion of the body Statures by jack yeah. finney would you count that have you, you read that right how come they called mars needs moms mars needs moms and not invasion of the mommy snatchers oh that's good yeah that would be good <laughs> i would have watched no i wouldn't have that was a stupid movie, but, uh you read invasion of the body snatchers yeah it's pretty good yeah would you count it as halloween he, hmm, i mean as aliens but it could get i mean the pod stuff is pretty creepy yeah it is so it is that's yeah. borderline it's not in space i wouldn't like i don't think i shelved it as a halloween book on my yeah. reads so uh, no, I did not. But it is good, and a lot of good movie movie ab- mm-hmm. movie adaptations yeah. of that. The Kevin McCarthy from the fifties is great. Yeah, 
Um, They're here. The Donald uh, Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Also very good. And actually, I think the uh, Daniel Craig, Nicole Kidman invasion mm. holds up pretty well. That plays a lot more like a zombie movie. That's than, true. Uh, yeah. Than anything else. But I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So, yeah. Strong choice. All right. What's the next category? Take it. Hostile hospitality. Scary. Oh, you wanted me to read? All right. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs. I haven't read the book, but I've seen the movie. I haven't read it or seen the movie. My yeah. brother's read the books. Said it was a little hard to read, but like very, very well done. Yeah. So. I, mean, I, know, I don't plan on seeing or reading serial that killers. Yeah. So, uh, Psycho by Robert Bloch mm-hmm. and uh, directed uh, by Vertigo again. Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. Now, you prefer the Vince Vaughn shot for shot remake. Gus Van no. right? No. You're saying that's the one you like? No. No. Better? Stop saying that's that. Your no, Psycho. I like Psycho. Psycho's pretty good. Yeah. Well, uh, I like the original and you like the uh, new remake. But The, jeez, uh, the cover of this book is really creepy. You've got the shower scene. Just filling with blood and says, check in, relax, yeah, that take is, a shower. That is the poster from the 90s reboot, or the remake. Is it really? It is, yeah. yeah. Finally, right. Stephen King's Misery. I'm probably never going yeah. to watch this, no, mainly because I've seen... Real hard pass. I've seen the setup of her putting the wood blocks by his feet and getting oh, the sledgehammer geez. ready. I'm like, I don't need to see how no, that ends. No, you don't. I can assume no, you it do doesn't not. go well Definitely for don't. him. Definitely don't. Evil at the End of the World is our next category oh, here. Sure. I have never seen or read The Mist. What about you? I have not. That's another Stephen King. Okay. Uh, that no. was actually part of... That's that's a, like a novella, really. That's The Mist? Yeah. That was no. in Skeleton Crew, which is a collection of uh, short fiction that we do have here in the collection. One of Eric's favorites. World War Z? Yeah. Yeah. World War Z is great. The movie's different. It's also pretty good, but uh, the book is much better i can't speak to the book but i did i was very yeah. impressed the movie's with the movie. fine um it's, it's not much if you're more matthew of a, fox it's not it's yeah that's true it's much more of an action uh natural disaster movie and world war z is much more of a character piece yeah. characters pieces yeah. um also another like absolute favorite of mine is i am legend by yeah. richard matherson the movie i didn't like so much the will smith the will smith okay. one um I was I was disappointed because I w- when I was reading I Am Legend I'm like oh this is gonna be such a good movie yeah and then I saw the movie I'm like it's so it was very different okay all the movies e- even back to like Heston's Omega Man oh I like the Charlton Heston one um they always feel the need to be like no he's not really the last human there's other humans yeah, yeah. and the thing about math uh the character in I Am Legend being the last human. It's important for how that how cool the ending is in the book. Don't spoil it. Oh, I'm not. I'm just saying you can't have the ending he has mm-hmm. with a bunch of other humans. So. I've I've been very impressed with the. I uh, I read a collection that we have in here mm-hmm. called Steel uh-huh. and other stories. It oh, has yeah. the it has the one from Real Steel. Right. Uh, the movie. You know the the Hugh Jackman. Yeah, I love the movie. I yeah. love it. Uh, and I actually, I think that I picked that up after you and I had seen that movie. Yeah. Because I'd never read Richard Matheson before. And man, I sat down with that collection, read it cover to cover nice. in one sitting. Yeah. It was just amazing. I mean, he's just. I think he's I've a only fascinating writer. I think I've only read I Am Legend. Really? But you I have the, the book. I have has a bunch of other stories in it, and I have Real Steel. Oh, you should the read it. Book. So. You should read it definitely. It's not a Halloween piece, but. Right. Definitely worth worth a read. I highly recommend that one. Have you ever read this book, seen the miniseries, or plan on seeing the new scary movie that everybody's no, talking to about? All. Stephen King's It. What's I, the, I uh, have the book. But what's the topic for this one? Perilous Playmates. Ugh. Yeah, that's not one I want. Yeah, the I, others Goodreads lists are The Bad Seed by William March and Let the Right One In by John. Uh, yeah, Lewis. I haven't read this whole category. Isn't been no, mine. No. Um, I can't. I can't 
see that movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, you have to, it's so good. And I'm like, I don't care about the 80s, yeah. and I don't care about watching children get their arms eaten off. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, no. All right, what's the next one? The final, finally here, we have Accursed Outcasts. Hmm. Uh, so first we have The Woman in Black, a ghost story by Susan Hill. Now, I have seen this movie that stars Daniel Radcliffe. Does it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. A little Look disturbing, but it is. It's a solid, like a ghost mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Which I there's a level that I like ghost movies. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, but it is a very fine line of like, nope, too much, too much. Sure. And uh, Woman in Black rides that line pretty okay. hard. <laughs> but uh, uh, then Stephen King's Carrie. Uh huh. I've read which, the book. Yeah, we've discussed that one a couple of times. It's very well done for for what. I it haven't is, seen tough to read. any of the movies. Nope, me neither. Or the sequel. I remember as a kid. There's a sequel. Yeah, there was like Carrie two or something. Oh. I remember as a kid because I would just watch TV all the time, and so I'd see the same commercials. And I remember the trailer for Carrie two. Wow. All the time. Wow. Yeah. No thanks. Uh, Finally, we have a ring. Yeah. By Koji Suzuki. Oh. Of the ring. Yeah. No, thank you. I no. haven't seen that either. No, never. My will. wife has. Never will. My wife has probably seen a lot of these movies by yeah. accident. Yeah. Uh, guest of the show, Kendra, yep. has uh, somehow been either in the room when these movies are happening. I don't know. It, yeah. it always makes it sound like people are like tied her to a chair and like, watch the ring. And she's yeah. like, no. Yeah. But <laughs> and then she does. Yeah. And she does watch the ring. And then three days later. Is it three days later? I don't know. I have no, I don't know, and All I right. don't want to know. I already know too much about the ring. I don't want to hear about <laughs> it. All right, so I feel like maybe this is uh, this uh, this spotlight has indicated to me that I'm a wimp. Yeah, that's about fine. This it's okay to be a wimp, and I haven't read most of these things. That's all right. So, but what I are you still, gonna do? I still, <laughs> if I was going to recommend one Halloween book, uh-huh. I think it would be Bag of Bones by uh-huh. Stephen King. Right. It's scary. It moves great. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Uh, I don't know if I could just shut it up your head. That's yeah. all right. I mean, well, I am we're g- pretty good. We're going to get vampires. into that. We're going to get into that in a later episode, so we don't have to do that now. When we get the Queen but and Halloween guy together, Queen and Halloween guy. <sighs> anyway, you can find more on Goodreads.com. They have a yeah. whole uh, they have a whole subset here for Horror Week with a lot of uh, a lot of fun stuff. If you're uh, a ghoul, Salem's Lot, Salem's Lot. My recommend good. For Halloween. Okay, all right. There you go. That's a good solid choice. No, thank you. I respect that choice. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's close that up and let's move it on to some library news. Closing up shop. Sticking to the spooky theme, we've Moving got uh, Chris Johnson, uh, who's a who's a pretty well known performer who just travels all around. Does it? Does it? He has a whole series of different type of shows that mm-hmm. he's done. We're having one here that's uh, it's, it's an adult program called the New York Spirits. It's about haunted places. He's got New some York. artifacts. Yeah. Uh, all the reviews on this are great. Yeah. Some of other libraries in the system have had him come and do this. Meet so. your estranged grandfather for the first time well, i don't think it's that but oh okay but it is spooky okay it's going to be october 10th and that's <laughs> i mean that's really teens and adults that's fine for right teens yeah. and adults uh that's the big one we've got a lot of halloween movies Do you think wimps like you and me could make it through it um yeah okay probably Good. probably there you go everybody we've got some halloween movies coming up uh we're showing goosebumps the Great jack end. black movie on yeah. the 15th showing that at 3 30 the sequel's coming out yeah minus jack black yeah weird I guess they didn't want to make any more money. I guess but not. he's in the house with the clock in the walls, which is doing pretty well. Yeah, that's what and I gotten heard. a lot of good reviews. Yeah, we're recommended by one so. of our uh the book was recommended by one of our listeners back when we were talking spies. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh anyway, so we're showing goosebumps on the fifteenth at three thirty. That's we're, from they did that. Okay. He sings it's a music video. We're showing one Some of my of old school favorites, Blackbeard's Ghost for our senior matinee. That's sure. Tuesday the twenty third yeah. at two o'clock. 
And then uh, at 2 o'clock on Saturday the 27th, we're showing Scooby-Doo and the Gourmet Ghost. Yeah. Well, that's part of a huge... It is. A big, yeah. We're having a Halloween party at that time. So I believe the Halloween party is 12 to 1. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Gourmet Ghost. Yep. And then, a, but at eleven thirty, we have Hawk Creek bringing Harry Potter's owls. Pretty exciting. So they're bringing like three different owls based on the Harry Potter movies, um, and they're gonna you know do a little thing for thirty minutes and show us the owls and talk about them. And then there's the Halloween party and right. then Scooby Doo. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's fun a fun day. day. Yeah. And don't forget the uh, the uh, Stephen King Halloween book clubs. We're doing Needful Things on October sixteenth, and the Dead Zone on October thirty first. Yeah. Plenty of copies here. It's also available on Overdrive. Yeah. Nick's gonna read Cujo as well. extracurriculum. I'm not, going to. I'm not going <laughs> okay. to. We're showing uh, Solo, a Star Wars film, uh, the fifth October fifth at three thirty p.m. Uh, if you haven't seen it, come see it. If you have seen it, you could come too. Yeah, come <laughs> check it out. Why not? Um, and then Tuesdays at 3 to 5, we have our arcade for ages 8 and up. Uh, we just got an Xbox One Ooh. with uh, some FIFA and WWE. I have never in my life played any Xbox game in any setting. Not like a Halo? No, I've never like mm. held a Xbox controller in my hand. Mm. Am well, I missing out? There's been some pretty good games on there, yeah. Okay. Um Okay. Now you got me. Out. Yeah. Now you just got me thinking about Xbox games yeah, that you should sorry. play. Uh, Wednesdays, five thirty to seven thirty is our teen night. Um, this week, we're watching My Hero Academia. Okay. We're doing a My Hero Academia popular manga. Seems like uh, that's always checking out. The anime is pretty exciting too. Okay. Um, yeah, and then oh wait, that that's this week. Never mind. So yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully next week we'll be sitting down with the Queen of Halloween to talk all things Halloween. So we'll we'll yeah. put some questions out to Twitter and Facebook. So please, if we're respond lucky, so we can get some. Uh, user we might have too. the Halloween guy here as well. Halloween guy. He's might a come. little harder to get. Halloween guy. So yep. I'm not saying maybe Halloween guy's the true royalty. Yeah. Despite the lack of title, right. like he's the people's Halloween guy. Okay. So I don't know. All right. All right. All right. Nick's getting pretty tired. I've been tired for about 12 hours. (laughs) (laughs) He's been tired and I've been Nick Gunning. We'll see you (laughs) next time. Bye.